In this live episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about the hitman and the tea lady with author Jackson Ford. everybody welcome to fictional hangover a podcast about young adult and new adult and sometimes other books series authors voice actors and illustrators that is full of spoilers i'm amanda and i'm claire and today we're going to discuss the short story the hitman and the tea with jackson ford yay <laughs> yay uh standard disclaimer if you haven't read this story, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read it and don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to us, don't do that, and go read the story. Then come back. If you haven't done this, but want to pretend that you have, or if you don't care about spoilers, or if you just love us so much that you don't care about any of that, then listen up. Yay! Yay! <laughs> it is about time, sir, that you are back. It is so fucking good to be back. Um, I know, it, <clears throat> excuse me, I know it's been a while since I've been on this podcast. Um, I have missed hanging out with you guys. Thank you so much for having me back on. And thank you for having me back on to talk about this story in particular, because this one, I mean, this was the very first story I had published as an adult fiction writer. Oh, wow. Um, so it's very special, very special to me. And oh. I'm glad you guys want to chat about it. That is amazing. Um, I mean, I was just biased because it has like T in the title, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think it's the hitman for me. <laughs> okay, well Obviously. now we have two separate sides of the conversation. We can we can come together from two separate yeah. angles. Have a good, have, you know, hash it out. I like it. Does that mean that you get to be the eyeball? I get to be the eyeball. Yes, yes. we'll get to the we'll get to the eyeball. We will oh, get to the nice. eyeball. We'll get to the eyeball. <laughs> um, so I have some background info that I need to share. And it is that, Jackson Ford, you have been on the show so many times. I have I have a list here. Ooh. You were on very first time in episode 83. Wow. Then 97, 138, 195, 200, which was a special one, and now 279. Um, okay. I feel, yeah. like I feel like that's a pretty good record. Yes, but you're still not the winner. Sorry. <gasps> that is still Kendara Blake. She has seven on your six. So listen, I wish I wish Kendara Blake nothing but the very best, both professionally and personally, but also fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> I think that she would be Kendara. <laughs> she would accept that though. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm competitive. Can you tell? Yes. Yes. Um, also, you know, PC Cast has been on six times too. So mm. that's okay. I got a book, a new book coming out next year. Um, yeah. So I feel like I'll, I'll add to my total. You will. You definitely will. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, there is another short story. There is. And, yeah, and we can the, do dust. Yes. The yeah, there's a few of them knocking around. I don't, I don't write much. Funny. I don't write many short stories anymore. Um, but early on, I wrote a bunch of them. And you've got one with Reggie that you had in your newsletter. Oh, Reggie, yep, from the Frostfile series. I'll occasionally knock out a, a little short story of someone in that universe. For, for, for the newsletter, there's no, yeah. there's no like, there's no like short way of saying newsletter. You can't say for the letter, like you can say for the gram. It's just no. 
For the email, know, but if no, it doesn't work. Seeing it for the gram still sounds pretentious. Oh, massively pretentious. I hate it, but I do like for the newsletter. You gotta for the like. newsletter. Eh, I don't know for the, <laughs> for, the for the mail blast. Eh, yeah. It's bad. All of it's bad. So terrible. It but is. yes, that, that I do occasionally put short stories on the email newsletter. Go to jacksonfordauthor.com and sign up to get a free audiobook. Yay! Self promotion. Yay! Wee! Also, um, I feel like I've put the link in the chat. You're Very a hero. Good. I feel like um, I I don't want to brag, but I feel like I have been featured in the newsletter so many times. You have. You, you kind yeah. of are bragging, yeah, yeah. That is a brag. That is clearly a brag. Was it, was it a with brag? the false modesty yeah. hair flip? Yeah, like <laughs> the newsletter OG. Yes, it's fine. I love it. Um, we've got a couple. I tell, of I tell you what, you can you can do a guest version of the newsletter. Like I'll just take a break for a week, and you can write it. Awesome. I will do that. <laughs> you will be disappointed. Um, we've got some comments already. Just put a lot of fucks everywhere. Fucks everywhere. I mean, we're made of fucks, so it's fine. And then dog, and then pet pictures, and you sorted. Um, I would just like to say that I read this <laughs> as Jackson Ford with losers, and <laughs> oh. it was so what? much better. <laughs> Okay, hang on. I want to see if I can do it again. That's I don't, a know, I don't know what this weird ass filter is. Let me, let me see, see if I can do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Nope. No. Where are my just, fucking lasers? I don't know, but you're just awesome. There's oh, wait, the lasers! Hey! Hey! Yes. That was awesome. I but, I have to admit, that weirds me out every time it happens. It'll happen on like, it happened on a call with my agent the other day. I was like, what? What? No. No, no, no. What is this? Oh. <laughs> It's too good. Mm. Uh, let's see. Drew says she loves us too much. Bree misses you and the losers. <laughs> Missed oh, you too. God. Yay. Missed you guys too. I feel like Jackson Ford of the losers should be our bad name. Yes, harsh, but did it? But then my name will be Tramp Zero. Tramp Zero is a yes. <laughs> But but it's got an eye in it, so it's tramp. So uh, so a li little bit of context because this kind of happened before we before it we started did. the trip. Those are my those are my books behind Amanda under my under Rob Buffard, which is my real name, and uh, the titles are Tracer, Impact, and Zero G. But Amanda has them arranged so it says Tramp Zero, <laughs> which I think is just mm, perfection. It really is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Um. So should we, do you have any initial thoughts, Claire, before we get into this really long summary that oh, we're doing? No, we we'll, we'll probably should just dive straight in. I mean, I think our enthusiasm for Jackson being with us again is, is, is says enough. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, however, um, oh, no, you know what? No, because my initial thoughts are just Jackson Ford is back. And uh, <laughs> lots of exclamation marks. So yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> right. It's clean. like I knew. <laughs> Just skip it. Just skip it. Yeah, we get over that. <laughs> okay. Howling rooms on a train with an eyeball in a coffee cup. Let me just show my props here. Thank you, Bree, for the eyeballs. I was okay. not expecting Fine. you to take a bite out of that. Why not? Why not? Well, it's delicious. It no, there's no, it's. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if I ate a plastic eyeball. Wouldn't surprise no. me either, but I was still like, damn. No, mm -mm, no. Real, real okay. eyeball. Just ate it. It's fine. No eyeball eating happens in this story. <laughs> Shit, there should. Okay. So he's in, he's on the train. 
with an eyeball in a coffee cup. And yeah, even he thinks that's a little weird. And he's a hitman. And, uh, you know, eyeballs are gross to touch, but he has to transport it to London somehow. So it goes in a cup. He gets a little anxious that the man sitting across from him has noticed the eyeball because he's looking at the cup. It would sure be a shame if he had to do something about it. Now I have to swallow this eyeball. <laughs> you want to bring edible well, eyeballs to I'll, the I'll ship? Get the next I'll get the next section. Holland never really intended to become a hitman and kind of hoped that after a few hits he'd be the type of guy everyone was afraid of and he'd only have to do a couple of jobs a year. But he's still small time. Isn't that everybody's dream? He's good at his job, though, and does it thoroughly. <laughs> Just imagine his performance review. Yes, you've killed three people this year. Well done. <laughs> he was told by Dom Ronson to find this guy called the Bastard. Kill him and bring him back his eyeball. And that's exactly what Holroom has done. Now he just wants to get home. This is so relatable. Right? Not for me, though. I don't I don't get to ride around on trains all the time, but it's fine. Yeah, but you, you at the end of the day, you're still like, yeah, I just want to go home. I don't have time for any of this Same. shit. Same. I just want to go home Same and eat girl. an eyeball. Yeah. As he stares out the window, watching Scotland pass in a blur of empty fields, sorry, endless fields, the tea lady comes by, offering snacks from her trolley. The man across from Halloran gets a bag of cheese and onion crisps. I have to yes. say it that way. But Halloran has his own <laughs> snack of Percy Pig sweets and waves the lady away. He goes back to gazing out the window, thinking of the days when he's not being a hitman, where he lazes around, not really doing anything. But then he gets annoyed by his seatmate crunching on his snack. And then I just go, Ugh. Ugh. don't need those mouth sounds. <laughs> Holram decides to say something to him, but then he realises that his eyeball cup is gone. He flips the guy, thinking he's done something with it, but it wasn't him. It was the tea lady. She cleared away his trash, which, as a person who rides British trains now, that is the most unrelatable part of the entire story, because the tea lady would never do that now. It's it's true, but, but the story was written in, I think, 2011 or 2012, so back then trains were, it's a tiny yeah. bit more efficient. <laughs> Don't judge it by modern yes, standards. Yes, back then. No, 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 by then, totally great now. Nah, she'd just look at you. <laughs> well... She cleared away his trash back in 2011 to 11. And, you know, it's not trash. It's an eyeball. Holmrum gets up and follows the lady down the train. She doesn't seem inclined to help him and continues serving him. Oh, there's deep cuts here as well. She's intensely British during this section. Holmrum finally gets the tea lady to speak to him. And it does not go well. He says he'd like to look in her rubbish bag and she refuses, citing some health and safety regulations that prohibit anyone other than a trained person from operating the refuse container. He tries to be kind, stating that she's taken something from him and he'd only like it back. But when she asks what it is so she can look for it, um, he can't exactly say that it's an eyeball, can he? No, no, he cannot. Olrum decides to take matters and the trash into his own hands. He grabs the rubbish bag, but so does the tea lady, and they get into a tug of war that ends with the bag ripping open. The contents flying around the train, including the eyeball, which bounces off a window and into a patch of Singer's cup of coffee. The tea lady screams, and it's pandemonium. <laughs> it's amazing. 
<laughs> Later, finally in London, and all Hallam the trains calls... are delayed from this point on. <laughs> Later, finally in London, Halloram calls Dom Ronson, asking where to deliver the eyeball, which he retrieved from the ladies' coffee cup, jumped out the train window, ran from the police across the British countryside, and hitchhiked to London to deliver. Dom is shocked that Halloram actually cut out the guy's eyeball. He just said that as a joke. <laughs> Halloram stands there, dumbfounded, as Dom tells him he's done with him and hangs up. Well, fuck. What are you supposed to do with that? <laughs> All right. Well, I have this eyeball in my pocket now, I guess. I don't know. Better just eat it. You know, devastatingly, devastatingly, he's left his Percy Pigs on the train as well. Those things Fucking are expensive. Worst. The worst. <laughs> that eyeball tastes like apple. Not as certain as I expected to hear today. <laughs> Okay. It's fine. It's very fine. Um, so we got to move on to standout moments. And I can just see the trash bag ripping open in slow motion and like debris splattering everywhere while the eyeball just leisurely floats by <laughs> looking at everyone before landing perfectly in the cup of coffee. And I like... I imagine it as like the Quicksilver scene from Days of Future Past, you know, just running through. Love it. Love it. And not surprisingly, we are now talking about X-Men on an episode of Fictional Hangover with Jackson Ford. No. <laughs> this has never happened before. Never happened in all the five other episodes that you've been on. Literally every single one. Every single one, every single time. Like the conversation will just swing back to X-Men at some point. It will. It always will. It yep. always does. Although I like the Quicksilver reference. That's a that because that 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 scene obviously like came out years and years later, but it fits. It does. It does fit. Yeah. Um. So what you're saying is that there's a lawsuit happening. There's Your a, intellectual there's a property. Happening? Oh yeah, yeah no, I'm, sue, I'm straight, straight up suing them. Now. Straight up suing them. You definitely should because it's it's the same thing. It is one hundred percent the same. Identical. Thing. It's just the lack of superpowers, uh, American superheroes, um, uh -huh. special effects. But other than that, it's completely identical. Yeah. Also, you know, being in a kitchen in the Pentagon. Can't even uh, remember. It was other than that scene. It was actually a pretty terrible movie. No, Days of Future Past was good. Eh. Come on. <sighs> Fine. Didn't really it... make an impression, to be honest. That's a shame. I liked that one the best. It was way better than the um, the Phoenix one. Oh, oh, the Phoenix one was garbage. That was absolutely was bad. It was yeah. really, really bad. Oh. It was really, really bad. X-Men movies, hit or miss. Completely hit or miss. <sighs> yeah, but you know, now... They, it's like the prime time for them to come back and yes. be done well. So they just need to do it. Like, I'm I'm tired of the Avengers, if I can be quite honest with everyone here. The Avengers are done. I mean, we've had like nine or ten movies with the Avengers and we don't, we're done. We can move on. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Which is so a relief because the actors have moved on, so. Yeah. You know. There's yeah. too much reliance on the TV programs. Like, I watched the Marvels and enjoyed the Marvels. Mm. And you didn't need to watch the TV shows to pick up or to watch the Marvels. You could do without, but it made a lot more sense and it was better with 
the context of the TV shows. And I don't like that reliance. I don't like the reliance of having seen the TV show to watch the movie. And it's getting to the stage where you have to keep up with too much. Yeah, I, I thought Miss Marvel was one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. I thought Iman Vellani was absolute just joy. She just made me so happy. And when the Marvel's movie came out, I was like, I'm not here for Carol Danvers or the other one, Monica Rambo. I, I couldn't give the tiniest shit about these two. I'm just here for Iman Vellani. I haven't watched the Marvels yet. I didn't even go see it in the theater. I'm, I'm saving it for Disney Plus, which... You didn't it's, miss much. It's coming on soon. It's a little slapstick. No. It is a little slapstick. And yeah. there is one place to go to where you just like, uh, it turns a little bit Doctor Who-ish, actually. Like, good, yeah, you go good, to the different good, good worlds. And, yeah, the kind of, it feels like a Doctor Who episode. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. God, another, there's another weird filter coming Anywho, up. Anywho, Hitman, T-Ladies, I Yeah, and trap. Yes, uh, <laughs> off, off X-Men and the Marvels, back to uh, little dust up on a regional British train. <laughs> a little I, dust I, up. I think it's more than that. Do you, do you know what? This is the train line that I would get if I've gone to Edinburgh or two or from Ed, two or from Edinburgh, two or from London. This is the train line that I end up on, and I would no doubt have been on this train. And now, amount of times I've done this train journey, I'm now sitting there going. A person on your Christmas and the guy next to them. Did he have an eyeball in his Starbucks cup? Did I have an eyeball in my Starbucks cup? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a good chance. There's a very good chance. Yeah. <laughs> and I would never mess with the, the tea ladies on these on the on the LNAR line. They're they're well hard. Well, exactly. And I mean, I don't remember the exact train journey that I took where I got this idea, but I do know the idea came from one of the trips I took up to Scotland to edinburgh or somewhere like that i'm just going up riding along those cliffs on on the east coast and just sitting there and this idea popped into my head and i was like well i've got to see where this goes so yeah i mean it's a it's a hell of a long ride from london it's a good five six hours but yeah i'm very grateful for it i do like that one it's only hour and a half to edinburgh from yeah because you're in the north aren't you Yes, or mm. three, three and a half down to London. And I, I now can time my journeys by the destinations and I know when I get to a certain place, I need to wake up. <laughs> That's amazing. I've only been on one train over there in the UK to Paris and it was delayed multiple times. There was a fire on the tracks or something. There was a person on the tracks or something. It was not a good trip. This is British trains in post-2020. Just an absolute and total clusterfuck. An expensive yeah. clusterfuck. Yeah. yeah. I've never quite understood how it's cheaper to get a tube of metal into the sky and to another country than it is for me to travel across the UK on a track for a few hours. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't understand. It's cheaper in the US. Well, Much cheaper in the US. I mean... When we met in July, I had train tickets booked to and from, but then they decided to do lots of strikes. So I wasn't going to get home because my train was cancelled because of the strikes. And I ended up getting a flight home from Heathrow and the flight cost the same amount as buying the train, which I got at the earliest possible price when they were released, bar 10, 20 quid, something like that. Mm. Um, and it's just ridiculous. 
it's just absolutely ridiculous to think that you can get a, a flight cheaper than a train. Yeah. It's a train. And sometimes I've got first class because it's been cheaper than just standard, which again is bonkers. It's mad. But back when this was written, so 2011, 2012, trains were mostly pretty good. I'll, I mean, to be honest, I've never had too many train problems. I've never really had, I've had 10, 15 minute delays on the trains. I've, the only time I've had to cancel was the strike, which I was fully expecting. Um, so generally speaking, the trains aren't too, ha, ha, for I've experienced, aren't too bad. Mm. But I always make sure I book a seat and I always check religiously beforehand and I tend to book ones that are just outside of the peak time so it's not going to be hugely busy and things like that yeah but I bet you've never had uh, an eyeball land in your coffee cup on a train that's I, I feel that's a fairly niche experience <laughs> <clears throat> I wish that that would happen to me I, I did once go to Brighton you for would, Hall- you would over the Halloween period Amanda. yeah <laughs> I did go to Brighton over the Halloween period once and I did get some eyeball chocolates to eat on the train. And I always get a Starbucks coffee on the way back as well. So semi, but not, you know, full eyeball. Hitman and the Tea Lady cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm trying to think, how am I going to do it? How am I going to pull that off? It won't be hard. Ben's going to be Halloran or the Tea Lady? Or the eyeball. Can I count? Can I? Can the eyeball count as a character? A giant eyeball bouncing around the train. Get one of those big, like plastic Zorb balls. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm oh gonna figure my out. God. It's not gonna happen. You, you need to come back over here for authenticity. Hangover. You have to come back over, Amanda, for authenticity because our trains are not like your trains. No, it's got to be a British train. Has to be. Hmm. I mean, I like I like a US train. I've gone to Chicago several times by train and it's just, it's nice and cozy. And we got like a sleeper train and the beds fold down from the wall. I don't know. It's cool. I like it. I'll tell you something. Next time I come to visit you in Arkansas, I'm not fucking flying. I'm getting on a damn train. I'm not. The flights are just brutal. Yeah. It's not good. I am really shocked that you did that, that you made that sacrifice. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad because I was in Atlanta anyway. So the, the context here for everyone is I, I came to visit Amanda um, last year. I was in Atlanta for Dragon Con and I looked at it and went, you know what? Arkansas is like an hour, hour and a half flight away. I know there are, I've got readers there. Why don't I just take this opportunity and nip across, meet my readers, do a couple of library talks, go visit Amanda. Um, and I did that. And like the flight itself wasn't too bad, just like an hour and a half from Atlanta, but just taken as a whole, getting from um, Little Rock back to Vancouver. Mm-mm. I bet it was bad. Ah, nah, dog. No, I'm not doing that again without like breaking it up in a major way. Yeah, I don't blame you. How many times did you have to like switch flights on the way three, back? It was three separate flights, um, about 15 or 16 hours total travel. Um, just kick my ass. Like I don't regret it for a second. Obviously, I had a great time. But right, next yeah. next time I'm next time I'm taking the damn train. Yeah, I was gonna say you have you have to say that you don't regret it because I, I might cry. How could I regret it? You <laughs> laid out a literal red carpet for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, just the most, slightly the most spectacular welcome I have ever had anywhere, and that includes my house in South Africa when I arrive back home. To see my parents, not even doesn't even come close to the welcome I got yeah. in Benton, Arkansas, yeah, no. from Amanda and her colleagues. 
Yeah. No, they don't they don't care about you. Only I do. And that makes it sound creepy and I'm okay with it. <clears throat> okay. It's fine. It's fine. Um Claire, did you have a favorite character as we uh, awkwardly get back <laughs> to our discussion of this story? I think we've established that the eyeball is a character. So yeah, yes. the eyeball. Yeah, the eyeball wins. The eyeball definitely wins. <laughs> definitely. Uh what about surprises? I was shocked that Dom was just like, nah, dog, I don't want that eyeball. You can fuck off now. And he's like, that was so shocking, <laughs> honestly. And I don't know. I... What? Like, is this the first eyeball request he'd ever got and he didn't know whether to take it seriously or not? I mean, you're a hitman. You're already murdering someone. So if you're... Not a butcher. Well... You might be. I don't know. I feel like he's pretty. He's a newbie, kind of. It's called wet work for a reason. You get wet. Ugh. I know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Thanks. Um. <laughs> what, what can I say? Halloran, you know, Halloran, as a hitman, he wants to do a good job. He wants to, you know, please his clients. He, you know, he doesn't especially like being a hitman, but you know, he's a professional. So if someone says, "Bring me the eyeball," you know. Also, Halloran is the doesn't have a massive sense of humor. That makes sense. He's kind of awkward and he's a misfit, and so he doesn't always he doesn't always understand humor or sarcasm or like rhetorical questions. So he takes things quite literally, I think. And so when Dom Ronson said, "Bring me proof, bring me the guy's eyeball," he was like, "Weird flex, but okay." <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, sure, I guess. <laughs> Here you go. Usually it's the pinky finger, but we'll go with eyeball this time. Well, no, Halloran will know for future for future assassinations. Yes. I think I think this is, you know, just upgraded him. It's an eyeball closely contract. It's an eyeball closely contract. So here is a question. There is a scene that that ended up on the end of the story, but I don't think got published in a couple of places. I think there are a couple of versions of the story floating around. And it's a scene where um, Halloram tries to post the eyeball back to British Rail. Did that, <laughs> no. did that make it into the version that you guys read? <laughs> no. Okay. So it's, it's a short, it's very short scene, little post, little post credit thing. Um, and it's, it's just this postman who finds this package uh, the, with a suspicious lump in it and it's addressed to British Rail and says on the package I don't want this anymore, you can have it back <laughs> On the version that you posted the link to in your newsletter it is it's Okay, that and I... that's the link that I put on the Instagram stories today so if anybody hasn't good. read the short story yet, if you go to the fictional hangover Instagram and go and tell stories and click the link there I can't for the life of me figure out like, or remember why two there were two versions that ended up online. Um, that, well, that, reasons for that are lost in the mist of time, and I still it's... am not sure which version I prefer. But one of them well, has this little coda at the end. You need that bit in. I personally blame the whole Royal Mail fiasco that's going on right now. They probably like intercepted it, yeah. and we're, like, we're cutting that out. Because, you know, Royal Mail do not accept eyeball. They do not. It's, I it's hate... Shame. I hate I all posts right now i feel like i need to just add that in i tried to send claire a christmas gift and it bounced all over the place it came back i had to pay to send it again 
Then I sent it again, and then it bounced around all over the place, like fell off the face of the planet for a little while, and then Claire finally got it. It was a I still nightmare. have the box. It was because, a nightmare. Wow. I still have the box. Hey, look at that. Yay. Love it. Yay. I have a I have a post. This box is precious. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Keep that shit. So I have a postal horror story. So I do a competition whenever I have a new book. Um, I, I do a competition to for an annotated copy. So I will sit down, I will scroll all over a copy, and then I will put it out as a competition for people to win. And the chap who won the annotated version of A Shitload of Crazy Powers, which is the most recent book of mine that came out, he was in Israel. Um, so I looked at FedEx, and it was like $300. So I'm like, I'm not FedExing this to you, dude. I'm sorry. Um so got Canada Post involved, sent it off. It just never arrived, ever. Oh. But a year later, I go downstairs in my apartment building and there is this package with Hebrew writing all over it. I'm like, no, no, you got to be fucking kidding me. This thing made it to Tel Aviv, sat in the post office for nine months and then got returned to sender. Oh. I messaged the guy. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Like... It was there. <laughs> he was very understanding, all things considered. At least it came back. At least it didn't just completely it's... disappear. I felt bad for him. I was like, this is a one-of-a-kind thing. You won this amazing competition and just it just fucked up and it didn't arrive. And then this, this package covered in Hebrew rocks up. Well, I'm just going to say that I have a, a link, a, a, a notepad on my phone with all the links to all of the usual social media posts and reviews and et cetera, et cetera, ready for when you yeah you want that shit. You want to win that because goddamn, I will one day an annotated version of the book. Yeah, I, I want to win that only, shit. I, I am keeping these one. things religiously. I can only do one, and it's a I know, and it's annoying that it's not me who wins. Like. The, the, the royal mail will cock it up, but it'll get to us eventually. So, so for, for context, like it, you can do it. You can enter this competition, and if you review my stuff or send me a receipt that you bought, thing you get additional entries. So there are people with like thirty or forty entries on the random Excel spreadsheet that I pick from, but it's still random. I still get a random number generator. I just feel like fictional hangover should uh, count for more <sighs> than anything else. Oh, I really want to. Because uh -huh. I feel like you guys uh -huh. have done double, triple, quadruple duty. Yeah. Just getting my getting my books out into the world. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have. You could rip a book in half, which I just threw up in my mouth saying that, Why and send half of it to me and half of it to Claire. I, I, I know. I'm sorry, I, I no. threw up. I'm sorry that I said it. I but then I gave me out. I could just do two copies. Well, yeah, I was trying to save you some time. Trying to be consistent. Oh, honestly, I don't, I don't know if I'd ever do two copies. <laughs> Annotating these things, I find handwriting very difficult. I didn't really get the right training when I was a kid. I can do it, but it's like this chicken scratch horrible thing, and I'm I don't really enjoy handwriting. So I'll sit down, and it'll take me a good two or three hours to go through this entire book and scribble little notes in the margin. Like ah, fuck, I've run out of space. Uh, blah. So these are labors of love. I don't handwrite anything apart from greeting cards and a shopping list and even then you look if, if you get a greeting card off me i obviously really like you as a person because i hate handwriting i can't handwrite anything at work anymore because i'll literally have the notepad and have to like turn it upside down and try and get other people to read it it makes no sense my handwriting used to be nice it is gone because everything is typed nowadays so yeah. i refuse to write anything at work 
like to write things. But you probably have beautiful penmanship. No, I look like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. And that's when you I mean, this morning. It's, a- it's accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, should should we play? Would you rather? Oh, we have yeah. some comments. Maybe we should share some comments. Yeah. Let's have a look at the um, comments. Hello, people, people in the chat. What's happening? Yeah, there are people here. Hooray. Uh, I might see. have been asking people questions in the comments as well. So. Yes. Oh, we got a train spotter. <laughs> yes, Bookworm Baker loves Constant. some trains. Annie was shocked by what we were surprised at at the end. And, yeah. <laughs> and gasped out loud in the mall in Tulsa. It's amazing. Cool. Um, let's see. Oh, here's another one from Annie. Oh, look at her. Trains are fun. Oh. They they can and be a lot of fun. Trains are fun. Drew. <laughs> she was like, fuck no, they're not. <laughs> no, no, let me drive everywhere. <laughs> Drew, you drive to my house. I've got cinnamon rolls and bagels. Drew, Drew I got to drive two hours to a town called Hope this coming weekend. Could, can you drive me, mate, and pick me up? Since you, Aww. you know, you love driving. Do you want to just, just hop over here and chauffeur me? That'd be great. Drew would... Ah, my man. My man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you get to annotate a copy. No, ah! do not give that to her. That's not fair. What do you I know? What are you, I've got Drew's address. I will go and wrestle it from her hands. <laughs> I apologize, Drew. I, I misgendered you there. That is on me. My bad. It's fine. I'm so upset. Aw, Annie. Aww. Handwritten card from Claire. Okay, so now, is yes. it time? Is it finally time? <laughs> yes, to the air horn, yes! Woo! Woo! Pew, pew, pew! It's time for Would You Rather! Here's our first question. Would you rather eat gooby snack? Or crunchy savory snacks. Oh, this was a fun one to do last week, wasn't it, Amanda? We were sitting I, there, we recorded yes. the episode, and I turned to her and went, Can we do the video version? I much prefer a video version. She's like, uh, Yeah. And it was all put together in about 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Yes. Yeah, it was amazing. But I just would like to share that we made those videos separately. We did not do it at the same time. And well, you did yours first. I hadn't even got downstairs to eat my my, my giant strobe, so I was yes. still upstairs. But the, the timing. Giant, giant, Harry Bow giant strawberry. I've never eaten that. That sounds amazing. Our timing was impeccable. They're amazing. They're the best. In the video. It was amazing. You couldn't tell that you'd done it separately. Oh, it was amazing. Mm. Um, so anyway, you want the, sh- the answer is savory. Not even a question. Yeah, I agree. What wow. what with the diabetes and all? What with the diabetes? <laughs> Facebook agree it's savory. Instagram agree with savory, and TikTok agree with savory. We do have a lot of lovely comments, which I think also. Mm. Cordy on Facebook said savory all the way. Katrina on Facebook says crunchy savory snack for me. I'm a sucker for a bag of crisps. Mm-hmm. Emily on Facebook said savory, especially ranch flavored Doritos. Mm. But you may have to send me a pack of those, at, uh, Amanda. Yeah, I can do that. Sure. Uh, Charlotte on Facebook says gummy. Drew, salt and vinegar crisps all the way. Gross. Yeah. Yes, Drew. No. Greatest flavor. Ugh. Ugh. Fiona 
on Facebook says, Lord, you two ask the most tough questions ever. In front of the TV, crisps all the way on a drive in the car, gummies every time. I can't choose. Actually, that is a good point because crisps in the car, you, you, crisps give you gunk all over your hands, but gummies don't. So actually, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Like crunchy savory snacks, except on a road trip, then it's sour worms all the way. Ooh, I love sour worms. Mm-hmm. Sour's the best. Sports mix on our journeys. We always get sports sports mix for journeys. I, I'm going to read to Collins like, because nuts, it's nuts and raisins, right? No, gummy sports mix. Oh, gummy sports mix. I'm thinking of something else. Carry on. No, no, it's the, the delicious. If you haven't ever tried sports mix, I'll send you some sports mix. They're amazing. Right, sit down, settle down for Collins' epic on from Facebook. Now, you see, this requires some thought. If I want a savory snack for purposes of making me less hungry, then it's savory all the way home. However, not for the purpose of entertaining me while I watch TV or similar, I'll go for good old scummies. But a train journey? Wow. That's a boggle. I think given the circumstances, I have to go with sweet, sweet gummy snacks to give me that sugar rush I need to either A, overcome the hitman, or B, do the necessary hitmanning, depending on what role I'm taking in the story. I mean, sweets have all sorts of advantages. It gives you sticky fingers to help hold on to weapons slash tea urn more efficiently, or you can melt them over a handy lighter and throw it into someone's face to burn them and scar them forever, which would be an effective... Oh. Card, no matter which side of the equation you're on. Also, boobs... I don't. This, this comment has been a wild ride. <laughs> are we? Oh, dude, are you okay? <laughs> Usually it is. is it is it boobs because your hands are sticky and you can stick to the boob? I just think he likes boobs. I mean, I like boobs too, but in this context, ew, yeah, okay. <laughs> yikes! I have I, I have a I have a, a curveball to throw it throw at you. A gummy savory snack. Ew. Biltong. No. Yes. I'm, I'm South African. Biltong it sustains me. I, I took a trip back to South Africa over Christmas to see my family and I ate my body weight in Biltong and Drovos and mm, yeah. Mm. Biltong, Biltong beats everything. Hands down. Especially mm-hmm. my father-in-law's Biltong. He makes the greatest Biltong on the planet. Hands down. I'm willing to try. I'm I mean, intrigued. it's just like it's just like beef jerky, right? That's oh, what that God, is. Oh, just like beef jerky, Amanda. I mean, I mean <gasps> loosely like beef jerky. I don't fucking know. You guys beef are. Beef jerky is a travesty. Biltong is angelic. Biltong okay. is an orgasm <laughs> on my tongue. But can I just say, it is a dried meat. You're being very American it's right so now, Amanda. Much more. So much more. <laughs> Do you want one of the? I've got two Fine. here as well. Fine. Fine. Right, next time I come to Arkansas, I'm bringing you some biltong and some drivels. Thank you, please. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. We've got some more comments here. Um, Don Kurtigich agrees hey, with um, La Saint Olga on Instagram. Um, she says, I'm bi. It's illegal to make me choose. And then Don agrees. Um <laughs> She she also says it's illegal to make her choose. So it's amazing. Well, I know uh, people who throw gummies into popcorn, which does horrible things to my brain. I've never understood the Don't get it. The adding sweets to popcorn thing. I understand why I don't understand adding No. I would not add a gummy to popcorn, but like like chocolate 
Um, in in my household, we occasionally will eat a raisinette in a popcorn. What is a raisinette? Chocolate covered raisin. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah uh, caramel popcorn. Sure, on occasion, that's kind of nice. But chocolate popcorn with like M and M's or something, or raisinets. Uh, nah, not feeling it. Oh, oh, hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. We have a comment. I just need to put this up. It's the only other comment I'm going to show for the rest of this episode. No. <laughs> no. You're all Philistines. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is Constance and she's from Texas. She doesn't know anything apart from Constance. barbecue and dried meat. Constance, Constance. listen, you. listen. I, I Thank will... you, Constance. Constance. You're, okay, you're from Texas. I will bow to you on all matters barbecue related. There's no complaints. However, when it comes to dried meat, as the South African here, I am the authority. So please believe me when I say, with all the love in the world, you're wrong. How come you're nice to her, but you're mean to me about it? Huh? Because we can tell you to fuck off. It's fine. Yeah, because because I can I can be beat to you. <laughs> you can you can take it. Sure. The thing yeah. is, Constance does this on purpose though. She's forever, forever going and saying how to make a proper cup of tea is using a microwave. No. She keeps sending links to videos of it. She's 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 it's a terrorist. A, it's just Claire, a, can I can I get your tea you. tea opinion on the tea controversy of this week that has been doing the rounds? There's people. Well, a a group of scientists have put out an idea oh, that I've it is that. best to add salt to your tea to make it an ideal cup of tea. What are your thoughts on this matter as a British person? You did it in fucking Boston. You don't need to do it again. We've done it once. Get over it. <laughs> Stop adding salt to tea. Do it properly. And thank you, U.S. Embassy. I saw that press that you did. No microwaves. No. So I did appreciate the comedy value behind it. <laughs> I kind of want to try it, like a little sprinkling. No, I think no. we should try it. I think no. I think that we should do that after this live episode is over. I will admit to wanting to try fresh orange juice into espresso. But, oh, you know, that's supposed to be fresh to orange juice into espresso. I have seen that people pouring coffee through like a slice of orange. Yeah. I'm intrigued about that. I don't. Sam, Sam, Amanda, you wouldn't, you wouldn't give it a try. I, can for it, I mean, I, I, I would try it. Like coffee and orange, it's not like an outlandish combination because you can have coffee with orange juice in the morning, right? Yeah. Mm. Bearing in mind, I think the, one of the best pairings in the world is a bit of coffee and a sharp cheddar. That mm. also just makes me mm. want to throw up. No, it's interesting. Mm. I can see that. It wouldn't be where I, where my mind would go, but I, I, yeah, I respect that. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm. Um, Drew needs her cup of tea unsalted annie shouts no microwaves oh constance oh, she's kind of salty claire <laughs> constance these are war crimes oh, oh we do have there are there are some actual comments based on the uh would you rather question that we asked to mm -hmm. see look annie's got taco doritos and coca-cola nice. i approve this message uh-huh Ranch Doritos and Dr. Pepper. Yep. Salted tortilla chips. Yep. Can of Coke. Okay. Okay. But then, oh, wait, did I show this one already? 
did I did I show this you, one? You, you did. did. I show, and, did I show and, one and, and I had some words. <laughs> but are you sure? Things for you. I'm just le- I'm just leaving it up just in case I forgot to show it before. I'm leaving it. I'm mm-hmm. leaving it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. I'll take it down. Fine. <laughs> So good, would you, t- good would you rather this one? This this has inspired some nice debates. I like yes. this. It's inspired some salty comments. Oh. I will say, for a train journey, I have tradition. Every time I come, from, come home from London, and it's not going to be sweet related, I always get uh, extra large double Twix from the WH Smiths in King's Cross. And then that goes in my bag, and I do not eat it until after we've passed Peterborough, mm. um, preferably Doncaster on the way home where I'll get a cup of tea from the tea lady <laughs> and it's always Yorkshire tea as well and I will sit and I will have my cup of tea and eat this Twix and that's the point I know I'm nearly home by the time I've finished eating at the train station my ride's nearly there to pick me up I always do that and the only time I haven't was last August when we went to London for a friend's birthday to go and see Abba Voyager and they didn't have any Twixes and I was absolutely devastated <gasps> I was inconsolably devastated for the journey journey home. I just I don't blame you. That's that's a that's a war crime. It is. It is a war crime. I'm so sorry. Yikes. Uh, let's move on to our next would you rather question. Would you rather carry an eyeball in your pocket or a cup? I have to say cup because ladies' pants don't have pockets. I have to say cup because ew. This, is anyone actually going to say they want to carry an eyeball in the pocket? I dare you. I double dog dare you. I want to hear the reasoning behind this. I don't want one eyeball. I want two. And then I can use them as worry balls. <laughs> no, I want a cup. I don't have pockets. Right. Right. It's true. Can I have, I have pockets cup. and I don't want to put them in my pocket. That's there. I feel like if... If anyone were to put eyeballs in their pockets, at least with like as tight as ladies' pants are, it would look awkward. The eyeball is going to get squished. Yeah, it and ugh, the yeah. eyeball will pop. I, I guarantee you, the eyeball is going to pop if you put it into your yes. trouser pocket. Eyeballs. I, I for my first book, Tracer. That's there's also a severed eyeball in that, and it's. I did a lot of research into is this actually feasible. Like, could a separate eyeball be transported? And the answer is you have to chemically treat it to retain its shape because eyeballs are fragile as hell. Uh, Tracer is the the, the tra in my, my tra tramp. In tramp back zero, here. Yeah. It's a really it's a really good book. I liked it. Yeah. Um oh Constance. Oh, Constance. Chef pants. Chef pants. That's yeah. cheating. I feel like it's cheating. Besides, I've seen how chaotic kitchens are. One th- one moment you're carrying your your eyeball in the pocket of your chef's pants, your next you've accidentally added it to your your stew. Like this, <laughs> is, this is an accident waiting to happen. Oh, that's not a boiled egg with my ramen. Oh! That's a oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm going for ramen on Tuesday. Oh, she Damn ruined it, it for you. She shoots. She scores. I hate she you. For you. Oh, she ruined it for you. God. Crows. Girl, why do I come on the show? Oh, because you love us for some reason. Ew. Oh, Ew. God. I regret Ew. everything. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> Next question. Hopefully no one will vomit during this one. I'll vomit if you give me white coffee. Black coffee or white Black coffee? coffee? Ooh. You know, I have I have to go white. I anytime I drink coffee, it's more it's more cream than it is coffee. But I don't okay. drink very much Love. coffee. I'm both. You know what? You know what does bug me though is people like I, I like black coffee. I don't drink, take coffee, anything else, no cream or sugar or anything. But I don't like people who fetishize black coffee, who are like, I like my coffee dark and satanic <laughs> and evil and bitter. I'm like, you need to calm down. It's a fucking cup of coffee. Relax, bro. What about it's the, the people? It's the aeroplane quote. I like my coffee like I like my man. Yeah. What if? Yeah. What if that? What if you do? The, what if you say it that way? What if it's about you know sexualizing men and not Satan? Allow it. Allowed. Okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, Drew needs milk and sugar. Constance does not choose coffee. Dr. Pepper. Oh, and then Ch Annie. Chaotic good, I see there, Constance. <laughs> and then Annie does not drink coffee. She's tea it all the way. It depends where I come for coffee, you know. It really does. If I'm in the house, I've actually transitioned my milk to oat milk. Drew, you've never had black coffee? So I will have a little dash of my coffee at home. But if I'm at work, it's black coffee because I don't bring milk to work. Mm. I just drink black coffee. Mm. And if it's a really, really, really nice coffee bean and it's, you know, it's been properly brewed, it's, I'll have a black coffee. I'm just, Approved. I'm shocked right now with Drew's. Yeah, that's... Like really? You've Drew's never eaten pineapple either. We can't. We can't base anything off Drew. She's never even had a pineapple. Maybe... Let's just move on. <laughs> okay. Next question: Would you rather deal with an annoying, annoyingly loud eater or someone being fake nice? I deal with some people being fake nice all the freaking time. I'm fake nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's the person I deal with all the time. <laughs> oh, Claire, that's such a good idea. I <laughs> deal with her eyes. You do oh, such shit. a good job. <laughs> oh, Claire. Yeah. I'm an asshole. Let this one play it's out. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> I am well aware. I infer this is all inferred via text message. <laughs> you're, you're right. I am an asshole. So it's fine. It's mm. fine. No, she's you, to my knowledge, you, you, you will have eye rolled at me, but you've never done the slow clap, so it's fine. <laughs> to my knowledge, are you sure? To my knowledge, unless we've been sarcastic. <laughs> oh no. Mm. <laughs> oh no. What about, um, what about you, Amanda? Annoyingly loud eater or fake nice? I have a weird thing with sounds. I can't handle it. You know, it's like everyone knows about my like extreme fear and cringe at like wind chimes so i know that that's not a loud eating sound but like like a slurping like oh yeah, oh it's just pretty nasty can't stand it i can't stand it so i will deal with fake nice all the time i mean i work with the public so true yeah you, just, you, you can be fake nice when you have to just fake nice it back and forth yeah i'm, I'm gonna go with oh thanks claire that's splendid. Yeah. Was... <laughs> Not what I ever hoped for. 
I'd go right. with I'd go with loud eater though because I feel like y- you can ask someone to stop being a loud eater or try to eat quietly, but asking someone to stop being fake nice, that's just a whole different thing. Can you ugh, just stop? How just how how would you stop being fake nice? Like therapy. <laughs> ugh. Yeah. Constance says fake nice. Mm. I have an uncle who's a very loud eater and he makes me nauseous. Can't handle it. Loud eater grates on Annie's soul. Mm-hmm. And Drew's gonna go with fake nice. Yeah. Mm. Drew goes, what's up? Mm. Last best John. It's a tough one though. It is a very tough one. Both suck. Both of these options suck. Yeah, they do. They really, really do. I Why is it giving me a pizza? thumbs up? What did you do? Did you I nothing? I said it sucks. <laughs> oh. It agrees with a- AI is not ready Does. for prime time, y'all. No, it but it agrees with you, so mm. you should like it. And then the lasers will come out again. <laughs> no, where my lasers? No, no lasers. <laughs> You just can't get the pyrotechnics these days. Anywho, would you rather be the hitman or a tea lady? <laughs> you guys first. Can I be? Can I be both? I know that that's not hitman typically allowed, but I I would like to be hitman on the who train. Makes a really good brew. I would like to be on the train, riding around all over the place, but also murdering people. So. I'm just. I'm going to pick both. I'm going to break the you, rules. You would have many, many potential and valid targets on a British train. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So yeah. what you're telling me is that your hitman undercover name is the Tea Lady. That's a scary ass hitman name, actually. Um, no, it's Tramp and Zero. going to come on your train. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tramp Zero, but. <laughs> Brad Pitt's going to come on your train and it's going to be like Bullet Train and you're going to be the tea lady on Bullet Train. And, a plus and reference. I was yeah. hoping you'd bring yeah, up Bullet I, Train. That would, I, that would definitely be fine. That's such a good movie. Oh, you can, you can poison people with your tea accoutrements. Yes. Yeah. That isn't salt and that's salt and vinegar. Mm. I want them to do a Bullet Train too in the UK just because... I mean, I know New UK doesn't have bullet trains, but just like Brad Pitt, Hitman on a train, UK, because I feel like obviously Hitman Tea Lady is never going to get made into a movie, but I feel like that would be the closest we come, and I would be 100% here for it. Yeah. I would watch first, that. First, your first problem is it's delayed, and then the train's cancelled because of strikes. So you have no, to no, 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 no. Because of the wrong kind of, <laughs> wrong kind of leaves on the line. Yes. But then they have to stop because people have got onto the tracks again. You're like, fuck, just run over them. Yeah. That was my issue. Just, I mean, just run over just the people home. on the train. And then you spent absolutely forever in York. Yeah. Oh, and then you've got to get to somewhere like York and like, yeah, you've got to transfer to a different train now because of reasons. I don't want I don't want bullet train to sit in the UK. I take it all back. <laughs> no, it's being made now, too late. So so <laughs> what are you what are you, Claire? Hitman or tea lady? I'm gonna be a hitman and just make a really mean brew. Cause I and people are rude on trains. I would just want to like slam the heads into the tables. Uh, I'd um, be hitman for hitman just for that reason, so I'd have an excuse. Yeah, just just straight up murder. One thousand, two thousand, three thousand. Um, Constance is gonna be the most. <laughs> 
famous microwave tea lady in the world, and then Claire will murder no. her. No, she won't. True she won't. tea lady. She'll so appear on true right. crime podcasts after she's been murdered. Maybe. <laughs> Vigil Annie, I like that other yeah. one in the chat. That's great. Yes, Vigil Annie. That is, she has earned that name, but yep. only for people who need it. <laughs> she's very, very thoughtful. Mm. She'd, be, she'd be good at it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, so wow, this is such a, like a long episode. We still have more like regular podcast stuff that we have to do. We I'm have we have our favorite final thought quotes. Um, it was Hallerum reflected a bit unusual that he'd be carrying around an eyeball in a coffee cup. Uh, and I also liked. Fucking hell, you did, didn't ya? You took me serious. Oh, fuck me. I didn't want his bleeding eyeball. It was a joke, mate. Which <laughs> makes me think of Drew saying, mate, mate, so many times mate. in an episode that she joined us on. <laughs> mate, mate, mate. Oh, mate. Yeah. Oh, mate. Nah, mate. Nah, mate. Nah, dog. Nah, dog is American. Nah, nah, mate. That's British. Yes. British, innit? Nah, dog is now fixed on hangover property, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, dog. We have stolen it from you. Yeah. And say it in literally every episode. I didn't know that came from me. I did. It did come from you. You're welcome. (laughs) How it it hasn't made onto a t shirt, I do not know. Mate. (laughs) Oh, um, Claire, did you have any? Um, favorite final thought quotes I'm just going to give you one because it's basically the British version for fuck off she stared at him I beg your pardon (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it's like signing an email kind regards you're in shit you're in so much shit yeah (laughs) I beg your pardon it's harsh I think here the email tagline is um, as per my last email. Oh, you get an as oh, per. Burn. You in the shit, bro. Burn. You done fucked up. You have. You have. I have written. Um, what does following our meeting, because I've had to write that about six times this week. That's not good. Sign of annoyance. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Um. We also have a, an If You Liked This, Try This, which is also our indie spotlight for this week. We're combining them into one, um, except for it's not an indie spotlight. It's it's a new book that's coming out. Um, we would like to recommend The Dead Cat Tail Assassins by P. Jelly Clark. Jelly, yes, my man. <sighs> so Ring Shout was really, really great. So Next uh, level. Just gotta just gotta recommend this one. Uh, the summary from Goodreads is the dead cat tail assassins are not cats, nor do they have tails, but they are most assuredly dead. Evine the Eviscerator is skilled, discreet, professional, and here for your most pressing needs in the ancient city of Talabisi. Her guild is strong. Her blades are sharp and her rules are simple. Those sworn to the matron of assassins, resurrected deadly, wiped of their memories, have only three unbreakable vows. First, the contract must be just. That's above Evine's pay grade. 
Second, even the most powerful assassin may only kill the contracted. Evine's a professional. She's never missed her mark. I bet she's never brought back an eyeball either. The third, <laughs> once you accept a job, you must carry it out. And if you stray, a final death would be a mercy. When the festival of the Clockwork King turns the city upside down, Evine's newest mission brings her face to face with a past she isn't supposed to remember and a vow she can't forget. It sounds so good. Mm. It's also mm. a novella, so it's a little bit shorter. It's not a short story, but, you know, it's as close as we could get. Uh, Jelly likes his novellas, but he does them pretty well. <sighs> it really, it, really did does. You see it? It's coming out in April, yeah? Yes, it comes out in mm. April, the end of April. Yeah. I mean, he's he's one of, he's one of the best writers cool. we've got around cool. today, That's and also one of the most imaginative. Um, got a lot of time for, for his shit. He's a, good, he's a good dude, incredible writer. Love his work. I've only read Ring Shout, and it was really good, so... I'm excited Read, for this uh, Master one. of Jin. It's okay. excellent. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. I'm sure there's something else he's written that I was looking at. Eh, I'll look later. All right. So we have some um, non-would-you-rather questions. Yes, yes. <gasps> the black drums. Yes. Black God's drums. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. Claire is clearly on a slight delay. So... Would you non would you rather questions? What was your inspiration for this bonkers story? Um, it, it's I mean, you, you talk, I'm trying to remember back like over 10 years ago when I wrote this. Honestly, I think I was just on a train, possibly going up to, to Scotland, but I don't want to I don't want to say for sure. And I think I just had this image of it of, of this eyeball in the coffee cup. Um, that was pretty clear because I, I I just finished writing Tracer, my first book, which, as I mentioned before, had a severed eyeball in it. And I obviously had eyeballs on the brain, which is a horrible sentence. Um, <laughs> and I just thought about this eyeball in a coffee cup. And I kind of I went, well, that's interesting. What why would that happen? And the story kind of spiraled out from there. And the fun for it, fun of it for me was I, I it was a story that was so that is so quintessentially British. Everything about that story is 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 Britain for me. Like I love the rhythm of how British people speak. I love the accents. I love everything about it. And if I like getting to write that kind of thing is is always so much fucking fun for me. Um because I miss the UK. I lived there for seven years. Um and it's some of the best times of my life were in were in London. So I really do miss it and I miss the way people speak. So long so yeah, slightly long-winded answer, but yeah, it was probably just a train journey thinking about Nibble in a coffee cup and wondering what happens, like what is that doing there? <laughs> what what did i say i don't know what what is that doing there that's so very like you pull you pull it little threads you get a little mental image and you go that's interesting and what you pull it the thread. that's what that's what? that's my job that's what i do what is that doing there you pulled at the optic nerve you mean Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I'm taking, uh, i took the metaphor it's quite literal there claire <laughs> did your mom in <laughs> that's not a noodle oh no oh no oh um. a, lot of my, a lot of my stories like that they come from an image or a thought or a, like what if it was like this or wow what is that doing there or how would that work if and it just spirals from there it's just like it's curiosity ultimately like everything i do is about curiosity hmm. polite curiosity though what is that what is that doing there Yes, polite curiosity, which immediately devolves into someone who's got their eyeball ripped out their head. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. 
Claire, would you like to ask a question? I, uh, yeah. I mean, I would, I, I would like to just zip straight into all of the really cool people and, you know, telling us about visiting Amanda in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Skip, yeah. All, skip all the rest of that question. I like it. Yes. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. about so, me? I mean, <laughs> you know, as an as an author, like I've done events before, and they're like they're always fun. I love doing author events, and it's very very rare for me to do an event where the organizers don't put their you know best foot forward and really try to make me comfortable and try to get as much people in as possible. Like people who do book events generally care about authors and and care about books, and they want to make it a great experience for everyone involved. Like. It's it's extremely rare for me to have a bad experience. But Amanda and her colleagues, and mostly Amanda, but also her colleagues as well, must be said, at at the Saline County Library in Benton, Arkansas, I've never had a warmer welcome. I have never had a group of people more pleased to see me than that day. Um, there were huge posters of the Frostfile series up. Um, there was a literal red carpet. Um, there was a whole venue set aside. There were streamers hanging from the ceiling. Uh, there were balloons in the colors of the books. There was a grilled cheese station. There was some sort of liquid concoction that someone had made and called skip. the Tegan Frost. Like skip that one. It was. <laughs> I was. I was genuinely. I was almost embarrassed at just how warmly I was being welcomed. And it was very, very humbling and very wonderful. And it's one of those memories I'm going to take to, you know, my deathbed is like, wow, I, I, I can't believe that actually happened. Because, like, as a contrast, like the night before I was in the Fayetteville, I was in Fayetteville at their library. Um, and they have a wonderful library and a wonderful staff. And they did an incredible job. They, I did a talk they, that's there. They set me up. Um, they did a really good job of promoting it. Like they were wonderful people and they roped in a local bookstore. We had a fantastic time. Like not like I take nothing away from them. It was at a great time. Saline County library was just on a different level. It was just like, I, 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 I've never experienced anything like that again. And I, even if I sell millions and millions and millions of copies, I don't know if that'll ever happen again at that level. I just don't. So, and for me also, the fun was finally getting to meet Amanda because like, well, because I've been on this podcast so many times and you and I chat back and forth all the time, like we've become buddies. So actually being able to like say what's up and give you a hug and actually chat to you face to face and go out for a meal with you. That was that was a lot of fun. And Clara, I hope we get to do the same at some point if I'm in the when I'm next in the UK. Like I'll come I'll come up north and we'll hang out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't expect you to print out like posters of my books and do a red carpet. I, I, I think we can we can leave that to Amanda. But Honestly, it was it was a wonderful it was a wonderful visit, and I got to meet uh, Amanda. I got to meet all your colleagues who are wonderful. I got to meet your mom and dad. That was pretty spectacular. Um, just had a terrific time, absolutely terrific time. Watching Amanda, uh, watching, but watching Amanda actually caring for it as well. I have never, and I'm sorry to say this, seen somebody so stressed. Like she was so stressed, but so excited at the same time. Like the debate over the Tegan Frost cocktail, and she was like, "Of course I'm gonna have grilled cheese," and then yeah. she's like, "Claire, Claire, Claire, I have a red carpet!" Like every stage, I was getting excited for her because she was telling me what organized things she's putting together and what she's so excited that something's being done and how you know she's just getting more and more hyped up. 
she was like a kid at Christmas. I didn't think she was yes. going to get to sleep the night before. And I was like, if you don't go to sleep, Jackson Ford doesn't come, you know? You have to go <laughs> to did. sleep. She did for Jackson tell me that. Ford to come. <laughs> she did I, tell me that. Yeah, she again, was so that, excited. I, I, you, you almost feel like you, or certainly I do, like I'm not necessarily worthy of that level of uh, attention and stress and effort. But I'm tremendously grateful that you 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 feel you felt that strongly to to do it. So I said it at the time, but I'll say it again. Thank you, thank you for making me feel yeah, that welcome course. and that that loved. It really did feel like I was among family that day. I was Orphans the rock stars. You yes, know, we're yeah. the fan girls to Orphans. I mean, I'm it, wearing it was, a it was different. Austin rock star T-shirt. I didn't know, but I, it was because, rock stars, know. not rock stars, not Wait, the word yeah, I, I didn't feel like a rock star. Of course, I, just, I, felt like, I felt like I was coming, I was hanging out with people who genuinely love me and loved, loved hanging out with me, not just because of like, I don't know, because I'm this rock star icon, which I'm not. Um, it, 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 what I'm trying to say is it didn't feel like that. It felt a lot more personal and intimate and just really just warm and welcoming. I was very, very shocked when you came in through the front doors because we had been texting all day. Like, I was expecting you to text me, hey, I'm in the parking lot, and I would, like, go out and find you and walk in why? with you. I could, I could enter I the building know. without instructions. I could figure I that out. I don't know, but you came in, and I was behind the surf desk, <laughs> and, like, my knees just buckled. Like, holy shit, it's real, it's real, it's <laughs> happening. I had a full emotion that day, and that is rare you had for all, me. All all the feels. Um, yeah. 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 Sorry. sorry, if I'd known it was going to be that, I would have texted, but I just figured out, you know, you know roughly what I'm coming. I'll just come. No. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. Cause we had just been, we had been texting back and forth. And I'm like, okay, so he's just going to let me know when he gets here. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Nope. Swoon. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I think I actually did swoon. I might've needed to get a fan. Like, mm. Oh my God. It was it was quite something, but I had a I had a t terrific time, um, and yeah, you have you have wonderful colleagues, you have a wonderful library. I'm I'm sad I didn't get to see your new library, but it's looking. It, Amanda's got this her new separate library project where she's gonna be working. It's looking phenomenal, and I don't such to say that because the posters are up of my books. Yes, uh, and your books are painted onto the wall. And they're painted onto the wall. Basically, a shrine at this point. It's, yes, it's great. Yes, no. Um, it was it doesn't come yeah. across as creepy at all. And I, I yeah. like I'd never been to Arkansas, so I mean I love travel, and for me this was a chance to you know go somewhere I'd never been. So I drove, I landed in Little Rock, I drove through the Ozark National Forest up to Fayetteville, incredibly beautiful drive. Um, I got to to eat some really good food. I had before I came to the library, I stopped in Little Rock somewhere, and I got some catfish, fried catfish of the shit. Um. They're really, really good. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great trip, and it was especially fun because I was coming off Dragon Con, which was not my favorite con that I've ever been to. Um, I loved Atlanta itself. Atlanta was fucking banging. Absolutely, would go back there. Don't know if I would do Dragon Con again, to be perfectly honest. Hmm. I haven't been to a good con since uh, since I lived up in Seattle. They're not, hmm. There's there's something different about those cons as the, the smaller yeah. ones down here. I mean, there are some there are some okay ones down here in the south, but it's just hard. It's hard to get like big name people in smaller towns. Uh, yeah, um, 
I mean, you, I don't know if there are any cons in Arkansas. I suspect with the, the way your state government treats fiction, probably not. There actually are. There's several. Really? There's several. That's yeah, amazing. there's actually one coming up next weekend. It's uh, like an anime. It's more focused on anime than it is anything Still else. Still glad, you, yeah. glad you've got that. Oh, excuse me. It's been yeah. nine years since I've been to a con. I haven't been in a while. I did go to one here. And it's the last time I really like dressed up and went out too. Mm. And I was Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. And oh, I really cool. enjoyed that costume. I made a giant fucking tail and I had a horns and it was beautiful. But wow. I don't get to dress up as much as I used to. And it makes me sad. Well, Damn for, the book, for the book next year, you, you, can, you can dress up as an alternate universe uh, Mongolian raider. Thank you. I will. I will do that. And I am actually also supposed to be an eyeball um, after this Just episode. Eyeball. Yeah. Yes. I expect to be in the middle of the Zorb ball rolling around a train. <laughs> God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> not going to happen, though. It's not going to happen. See, I can think of a really easy way to do this whole eyeball cosplay thing, but I'm not going to give away my secrets. You can do the not cosplay this time, Claire. No, I'll talk to you afterwards. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so something that we mentioned at the beginning of this episode is that you were on for the very first time in episode 83, and yeah. now we are at episode 279. Fuck yeah. That's fucking Pretty amazing. Time. What it, What is it, time? A, I, I salute your stamina and your longevity. That's what I salute. I just, I, it doesn't make sense in my brain. Like, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago that you were on, but it was, it was ridiculous. And no. I have such fond memories of the first time you Me were too. ever on the show. Cause that's right when the girl who can move shit with her mind came out. Yeah. And like, nobody knew who you were. No, and that not was at all. so funny. That, that week was, was so funny. Us so saying, oh, we think it's this, or we think it could be this person. Oh, could be that person and then getting a message to say yeah i'm really jackson ford and we're like is this person trolling us <laughs> like hi do, you want, do you want to know who i am in real life like yeah <laughs> what well yeah because you're looking for promo opportunities around the book's launch and you see this this podcast called fictional hangover doing a thing and you're like well why don't i you know i'm just revealing myself they're speculating i mean there's an opportunity here no and i'd say it has worked out pretty spectacularly yes i agree yeah. I agree. That's probably one of the best Instagram posts we have ever made. It Aww, has thank you. it has led us here. Yeah. Here I am having I am so emotion. glad I persuaded you to cover that book, Amanda, because we it's an adult book and you, you there was not there wasn't any hesitancy. You just turned around and said, Claire, you've just joined the podcast quite recently. We need to cover a book that you want to read. And I was like, I want to read this book. And you're like, Okay, it sounds absolutely wild. I want to read this now. And then all yep. of a sudden we made an Instagram post, then we made Jackson Ford on the podcast, and now you're here for umpteenth time. It's yeah, two bonkers. nearly two hundred damn episodes later. Holy yes. shit! It's insane. Yeah. And I'm gonna be around for episode four hundred. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, good, good. You I was were say on what our... you're doing on three hundred. Well, you know, it, it, it depends. It, it depends how careful <laughs> a driver Drew is when she That's takes right. me to 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 Hope PC next week. Like <laughs> drive carefully, right. Drew. I got I, I got more books me. to write. She'll bring superior crisps and snacks. Yeah, we got this all. She'll planned. bring you lots of like salt and vinegar crisps and snacks. Though. Mate, we got this all planned out. Mate. Mate. Mate, mate, 
Mate. Mm. <laughs> um, so we know that you have another book coming out next year. So tell everyone yep. about that. I know lots ah. of things about it. Yeah. But so, you have to tell us all about it. So this is Jackson Ford's first ever fantasy novel. It's uh, a fucking doozy. It's called The Bone Raiders. It is about a group of um, alternate universe, all-female Mongolian raiders um, who decide to stop riding horses and start riding giant fire-breathing lizards, totally not dragons, to preserve their way of life. <laughs> it's... it's it's uh, it's amazing. It's kicking my ass. The draft is kicking my ass. It's my first fantasy novel. I'm trying to do it right. There's a lot of things that I'm having to to learn on the fly, um, but it is it is a lot of fun. It's got the same vibe as the girl who could move shit with her mind. It's the same kind of group of people who don't always like each other but kind of have to work together. Um, and some of them just do stupid shit on a regular basis. Um, it's got bad, very bad jokes. It's got stupid situations. It's got everything you want from a Jackson Ford book, only fantasy. Uh, and it is it is way more violent than my other books. Oh, like, so excited. People nice. get fucking torched by these fire-breathing lizards, bitten in half, arrows through the knee, all of it. It's just yes. blood and guts everywhere. It's I'm really having a lot of fun with it. That's coming out. Um, next year uh, i do have a bunch of other stuff that we are working on that i cannot talk about just yet um because i'm suspicious i don't talk about shit till it's done right. but hopefully fingers crossed there will be more jackson ford books in the future that are not just fantasy or frost files excellent we're gonna read all of them regardless Yay. so just just know that and i will try to cosplay something from every single one you're t you're telling me about the blood and the gore, and I'm like, yes, that's my favorite thing to do. Yes, I can I can tell you there's a another series that I am working on that we're trying to sell now that is going to give you some wonderful cosplay opportunities. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I hope that you <laughs> are you you're doing this just for me. Um, that's what I'm going to constantly tell myself. Like, yeah, a man is going to rock the shit out of this cosplay as you're typing well, it. I didn't. Know? I didn't write the book because of you. That that makes sense. <laughs> but, I, but a few chapters in, I did think to myself, if this ever, if this ever does get published, Amanda is going to be all over this one. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for <laughs> and that. Then and then there's Frostfast Five, which is written <laughs> and just needs to sit for a while because I don't. I can't go back to that book just yet. I'm not emotionally ready for that shit because it that book broke me um and then we have to try find a publisher for that is that is that going to be the end of tegan it is not the end of tegan it is the end of this particular arc of her story there'll be more tegan i can't stay away from tegan she's she's my favorite but you know it's it's this particular arc of the story the tegan chloe adam arc coming to an end um and it's it's the big confrontation we've all been waiting for. But mm. it's, yeah, it was an incredibly Ooh. difficult book to write because although I know I'll write more in the future, this was me saying goodbye to this particular story and these characters. And that was fucking difficult. I can't wait. I can't wait to read it. And I also can't wait to see what color the book cover is, which is the That is the big question. We, we have an outstanding bet on this. Do you have an outstanding bet? I do. cannot Blue, remember what color is. Orange, purple. I can't remember. I have to look back at previous I think episodes. I, 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 yeah. I we'll have to go back. I want to say I thought blue, but we'll go back. Yeah. I think what I do need to do is go back to when I rewrite it. I've got to make it slightly less dark. 
at the moment it's it's a lot darker than the other frost files books just because it's it's every it's, i'm knocking down all the dominoes and like frost files books should be fun they should be a little silly so i want to up up the stupidity factor a little bit <laughs> but we'll get there i'm not it's not ready for public consumption yet but it will be i can imagine there'll be a devastating death in it though it's... too too soon too soon claire can't uh, do it uh, it's gonna be amazing it's going to be fantastic. Everything that you write is really, really Aww, great, though. And so we're much. not just saying that. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking of, of the future. I can't wait. I can't wait to read more. Good shit coming. 2025 is going to be a massive year. 2024, I actually have to write the stupid fucking thing, this fantasy novel. But 2025 <laughs> is... What, what do the kids say? 2025 is going to be lit. And then the lasers come up. Uh, I'm, Still I'm no far lasers. too old for that. Where Still no lasers. There we go! People just listening on like the audio on Spotify, you're gonna be so fucking confused right now. <laughs> yeah, like what? What are they talking the, about? Lasers. What is this shit? <laughs> it's lasers. Honestly, far. Too, we're getting far too excited about lasers. We are. You, you know what? It's fine. Lasers it are amazing. Cool. Better lasers than losers. Oh. <laughs> Jackson Ford and the losers. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite thing to come from this episode, I think. Oh my god. But that brings us to the end. It's the end of this episode of Fictional oh. Hangover. Um, you want to tell everyone where they can find you other than Fictional Hangover? Other than Fictional Hangover, jacksonfordauthor.com. Sign up to my newsletter. It comes every week. It's good shit. And all, all my all the details of new books goes on their website. And you will find me on all social media, one handle at real Jackson forward i'm on instagram mostly uh also on threads a little bit um not really on twitter now fuck no on tiktok but just if i'm on social if you want to find me on social media at real jackson ford okay well that's the end i'm amanda and i'm claire and that's jackson ford I'm jackson ford apparently Yay! thank you guys <laughs> for having me on again always a pleasure love this fucking show love you guys Thank you, thank you. Both. Oh, we love you too. We love you. Join us next time as we discuss Down Among the Sticks and Bones by Seanan McGuire. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club on Discord. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover themed merchandise and become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. Can't make, can't make the lasers happen. Can't do it. <laughs> Don't forget you can find us at fictionalhangover.com and follow us on all the social medias at Fictional Hangover. And if you like this episode, check out our others. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you're on YouTube, give us a like. Thanks for listening. Woo!